Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the worship books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent His Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We start this day humbly, acknowledging that our thoughts, words and actions have not always been a true reflection of the light and life of God in our workplaces. And we start this day with hope. Because God's mercy is new every morning and God promises us grace for each new day. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today empowered by your spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 104, verses 1 to 9. Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. He set the earth on its foundations. It can never be moved. You covered it with the watery depths as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains, but at your rebuke the waters fled. At the sound of your thunder they took to flight. They flowed over the mountains, they went down into the valleys, to the place you assigned for them. You set a boundary they cannot cross. Never again will they cover the earth. Our Bible reading for today is from Exodus chapter 40, verses 17 to 38, where Moses inspects the beautiful objects that have been made for the tent of meeting when the people will worship God. Hear the word of the Lord. So the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month in the second year. When Moses set up the tabernacle, he put the bases in place, erected the frames, inserted the crossbars and set up the posts. Then he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering over the tent as the Lord commanded him. He took the tablets of the covenant law and placed them in the ark, attaching the poles to the ark and put the atonement cover over it. Then he brought the ark into the tabernacle and hung the shielding curtain and shielded the ark of the covenant law as the Lord commanded him. Moses placed the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the curtain and set out the bread on it before the Lord as the Lord commanded him. 
He placed the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle and set up the lamps before the Lord as the Lord commanded him. Moses placed the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain and burnt fragrant incense on it as the Lord commanded him. Then he put up the curtain at the entrance of the tabernacle. He set the altar of burnt offering near the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and offered on it burnt offerings and grain offerings as the Lord commanded him. He placed the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar to put water in it for washing. And Moses and Aaron and his sons used it to wash their hands and feet. They washed whenever they entered the tent of meeting or approached the altar as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses set up the courtyard around the tabernacle and altar and put up the curtain at the entrance to the courtyard. And so Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and fire was in the cloud by night, in the sight of all the Israelites during all their travels. Looking around us and connecting with beauty in our workplace is one of the ways we can reveal God to others. Making our workplaces beautiful is another way we can redeem or renew our workplaces, giving people a foretaste of heaven. When I was teaching some performing arts students an overview of the Old Testament, we had a fascinating discussion about beauty. I pointed out that God created things so that they would be pleasing to our eyes with unnecessary diversity and wonder. There are several creation narratives in the Bible, but this comes through most obviously in Psalm 104, which we heard read earlier. Here is another example from verses 24 to 26. How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and Leviathan, whom you form, to frolic there. In my teaching of the students, I particularly focused on that moment in Israel's history when God gives Moses specific instructions for the creation of the Tent of Meeting where his presence will dwell with his people. Even though the people are travelling through the wilderness, there are specific details given for making beautiful objects to enhance the worship of God and representing a sacrifice to God. In Exodus 39, Moses inspects all that has been done. In a scene that sounds like it is taken from Genesis 1, Moses sees what has been made, affirms it, and blesses the people. In Exodus 40, God comes down to dwell in the tabernacle. He blesses the beauty with his presence. The performing arts students discuss this concept of unnecessary beauty and how it relates to their own creativity, including the connection to imagination, building a sense of community of shared appreciation, and driving a desire to excel. 
We display beauty in our lives because we are made in the image of the God of beauty and because this points to God. We display beauty in our lives as gifts in anticipation of what life will be like in the new creation. You can make beautiful work. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. You can make beautiful work. How do you contribute to beauty through your work? Share your thoughts with God. Psalm 90 verse 17 says, May the favor or the beauty of the Lord our God rest on us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. In the message, Eugene Peterson translates those verses as, And let the loveliness of our Lord our God rest on us, confirming the work that we do. Oh yes, affirm the work that we do. What would it mean to apply these verses in your workplace? Imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead? And particularly any new understanding about doing beautiful work. God of beauty and wonder, thank you that you didn't just make things functional, ordinary or regular, but you made things unusual, bright, different, varied, strange and gorgeous. You created us as your work of art, with the ability to appreciate beauty. Thank you that in the new earth everything will be beautiful. Help us to see the unnecessary beauty around us, to make 
our workplaces beautiful, to create beauty and to celebrate beauty in our working. ways is your work beautiful? In what ways can you do beautiful work? In what ways can you reflect God's beauty in your work? Something simple would be to have something beautiful on your work desk to inspire you. It might be a scene from nature, or a wall hanging, or a piece of amethyst. Take something in this week and be inspired by beauty. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that you can make beautiful work. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before Him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. Offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today. You can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Cara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, you can make beautiful work.